Hello and welcome to CDO Magazine interview series. I'm Michael Sutter with 11Tech here in Cincinnati, Ohio. Today, I have the pleasure of talking with Michael Spees, the Chief Information Security Officer at Western Southern Financial Group. Um, how do you foster a culture of security, awareness, and accountability among employees within the organization? Yeah, that's a that's a great question. It's one of those that is my is 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 my favorite question because I consider our culture of security awareness as our greatest asset. Um, it all starts with a team that we have that has a true passion for security awareness, and that passion, uh, what they bring to it is just continuously bringing in new and fresh ideas of how to get the message across to our associates. Uh, we also partner with teams in our in our public relations and communications to help us craft the messages that we send out. And they help ensure that we send it out in ways that's that is through the right channels, the right cadence, so that we're not constantly bombarding our associates and they're turning the you know turning the channel, so to speak. Um, I'm really proud of our associates. Uh, you know, we we get a lot of uh, good feedback from them about our, you know, that demonstrates their security awareness. Um, you know, there's oftentimes where I'll get someone who sends me an email that, you know, they think this is a suspicious email, as an example. And those are all, you know, indicators, you know, to me that they really are operating with a high level of awareness and you know, a slight level of paranoia, which um, on one hand, I hate to see that we have to have that. But also on the other hand, it's the reality of the, live, of the world that we live in right now is that there are threat actors that are, they're, they're targeting our associates. And um, there's, and we see day after day, there's, there, there are threat actors who are being very successful in breaching companies. So, I'm really, like I said, I'm really proud of our associates. You know, we measure, you know, our effectiveness, and I can say that they are they are definitely doing really well when it comes to security awareness. Yeah, they're paying attention. That's great. Yeah, yeah, it's awesome to see. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. What security tools, technologies, or solutions have you found most effective in your current and previous roles? Yeah, what I see is that tools and technology, you know, continue to evolve. And in the cybersecurity space, you know, we see tools that are that come and go. And then we see some tools that we've had for years, like antivirus, that's been around for a long time. And, you know, when they're initially introduced, they're extremely successful in, in helping us manage a lot of risks that came around with, um, you know, different types of virus software and malware and what have you. But over time, a lot of those platforms became ineffective. And so we see things like managed detection response or MDR, they replace tools like this. And, but we're also expecting down the road, that's gonna be replaced by something else. So I guess my point is that there's always gonna be the new tool in town that's gonna to be the most effective. And I think the point I'd wanna get across is how important it is to ensuring that you're doing the basic blocking and tackling, right? It's, it's the cyber, the, the security awareness is probably the, the key. You know, it's the key foundational as an example. You know, it's access control. It's, you know, principles of least privilege. It's all the things that they teach security professionals. And, and you know, as you come up through the ranks, 
you know, you go through schools because now they're teaching it in high schools and colleges. Um, as a matter of fact, they're teaching it to grade school kids, um, and, it, and it's it's amazing. I saw I, I walked through it with my daughter, and I thought that was just uh, very uh, it's fascinating to see that. But it's all those 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 basics, blocking and tackling, that really those are the kinds of techniques, tools, if you'll call them that, that really are the ones that are the most important things for companies that to have in place, because that is where the majority of companies, because they don't have those and they're not doing those well, or, or ultimately they're seeing their companies being breached. Yeah, yeah. Michael, if you were advising a company on how to prepare for situations like data breach or incident, what would be some of your key recommendations you'd give them? Yeah, thanks, Mario. That That's a great question because I think it segues from what we we're just talking about. Because incident response is, a, is another one of those blocking and tackling items that every company needs to have in place. Um, you know, first and foremost, I think it's important that you partner with your internal uh, legal team. If you don't have one, then I recommend uh, seeking out external expertise. Um, if you don't have cyber insurance, uh, or if you do have cyber insurance, I say that's also a really good place to start. And a part of the value that you actually get out of cyber cyber insurance, because you have access to a lot of resources that your cyber insurer uh, will be may, be able to make available to you. Um, through them is developing, you know, what your plan is going to ultimately be. There's a lot of resources that are out there that gives you, you know, essentially the uh, template that that most companies can adopt. I think from there is really is about um, taking that template, making it your own, ensuring that you have good communications in place so that if something were to occur, it takes down your instant messaging, your email, what have you, that you have a way that you can be able to communicate, you know, so that you have each other's cell phones, a call list, and you can send each other text messages, what have you. Um, the other part of that is once you have this together is working on tabletop testing. So making sure that you have um, you go through that at least uh, on an annual basis, if not more, um, engaging external third parties. Another good way of doing tabletop tests. They can help uh, identify gaps that you may have because they, they do this on a regular basis with other companies. They also are typically involved in responding to incidents. In many cases I've seen this myself is that they'll come in all fresh off of a case they'll come up with a scenario that's based on a real life example. So I think that that's a really good way of um, continuing to mature an incident response program, you know, once you, you've developed it yourself. And um, ultimately, I think the last thing I'll say is that, you know, keep in mind that your incident response plan needs to, you know, have, uh, be focused on how you would respond to an incident that happened to you as a company but you also need to make sure that you have plans in place of how you would respond if a third party that you do business with is compromised and they have your data because you may have, you know, certain um, obligations as a part of, um, you know, doing business with them to your customers, which you're entrusted in them with your data with. So it's important to have that as a part of your plan. Again, um, internal, internal legal team, external law firm, having them engaged, I'd say is a critical component to it as well. Yeah, uh, that's great. Great information. How do you stay informed about emerging technologies? 
Well, aside from the various daily newsletters I get from you know various sources, we also have access to a lot of threat intel. Um, you know, I'd say it's my fellow peers here locally within Cincinnati. We have a very strong uh, CISO community where we uh, get together on a periodic basis, uh, virtually as well as in person. So I think that that has been probably one of the best uh, resources for me. Also within our industry, we have a similar peer peer group that we um, interact with and uh, meet up on a periodic basis. Again, that has been where you know I get the the best information. Uh, it's particularly like what's working for a comp you know your company, what's not working for your company, and um, you know having a lot of really good conversations and a lot of good information sharing. So, yeah, no, what's working, what's not not working, that's, that's important as well too. So, yeah, yep, absolutely. Yeah, most importantly, what's not working, right? <laughs> In your opinion, what are the most significant cybersecurity threats and challenging challenges facing organizations today, and how do you propose to address them? Yeah, I think right now what's on a lot of people's mind is artificial intelligence. We look at it as how can we leverage it as we continue to evolve and grow our program, first and foremost. Because we know that our adversaries, those threat actors, are going to be using it to further their capabilities. So how are we going to start embracing it as an organization as a whole? How are we going to embrace it as a as a cybersecurity team so that we can also increase our capabilities within our tooling, within ourselves, what have you? Uh, we have a lot to stay on top of. We have a lot of things that we got to pay attention to. And, you know, there's an aspect that there's a lot of promise that's being, you know, there's a lot of uh, that's out there, you know, with artificial intelligence. And I think there's a lot of opportunity. And I say that this is the area where I'm personally putting a lot of my attention and making sure that we're staying on top of. Take a lot of your time to handle the AI stuff, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a you know it's exciting because there's a lot of there's a lot of opportunity there. It's you can see very quickly that it's going to turn itself into its own industry. It's going to it's going to definitely have a lot of uh, it's going to some a lot of neat opportunities for the various areas. And, and again, I think cyber is no different than, than all the others. Yeah. Yeah. Is there anything you want to add to any of this or? No, I just want to say that I really appreciate um, your time and appreciate uh, CDO magazine having us, um, you know, do the interview and, and uh, you know, it's been, you know, really, uh, you know, really great time. Thank you. Appreciate it. All right. Thanks, Michael.